Hey, it's Nicole. If you like hella smart mothers, listen, I'm going to need your help. So I'm going to need you to go to that little subscribe button. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, I'm going to need you to click it. <laughs> then I want you to go down to those stars down there at the bottom of your screen or your bottom of your phone. And I need you to rate us. And then lastly, if you're just feeling, you know, hella industrious, please leave us a review. You know, we truly love the feedback and Hello Smart Mothers just wants to continue to get better for you guys, for our listeners. Um, if you're listening on Spotify or Google Play, uh, please follow us. And lastly, if you know a mom who could use, you know, her own virtual mom squad, hit that share button. Send this out. Send this out to somebody who you think could could list, could use it, could learn, could listen to something and, you know, take something away from it. And I know those are seemingly small acts, but they make a huge, huge impact. So please, how about Hello Smart Mothers if you love us as much as we love you? And uh, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. Hey, mothers and lovers. Welcome to another episode of Hello Smart Mothers. I'm your host, Nicole. And today is our season one finale. Yeah, we're taking a tiny hiatus for just a few weeks in the summer. You know, while we continue on this glow up journey. Uh, yeah. And also have family vacations and whatnot planned. <laughs> um, so today we're actually going to have our Q&A session to wrap up the season. Uh, our questions mostly came from our listeners uh, who follow us on the Hello Smart Mothers on Instagram and a few from some DMs on Facebook and whatnot. So sit back and I will answer all of the listener questions after the jump. All right, let's get it in. Um, thankfully, none of the questions are uh, too salacious. And I appreciate that. Thank you, listeners. <laughs> so the first question actually that I want to address is what, all caps, what is a hella smart mother? So I thought about it for a while and I wanted to give, you know, the most succinct answer and, and exactly kind of what I was thinking when my friends and I were on those group chats and, and this idea of starting a podcast kind of came to me. So what I came up with is, you know, a hella smart mother is to me, they're, um, they're mothers who want to be empowered with knowledge and information so that they can make the best choices for themselves and, and, and their family. Um, she's authentic. She is, you know, working hard every day to do her best job at, you know, the tough, the toughest job she's ever had. She wants to maintain her own sense of self, even though she's a mother. And she, ultimately, she just wants to be the best version of herself for herself, but also for her family. And I think that that is, you know, that's what I would define as a hella smart mother, someone who just wants to be the, their, their best selves. And I think that that you know, transcends for a lot of women in general and, and definitely mothers. All right. Next question. Uh, what can we expect from season two? So season two. So season two, I am working with some more amazing people to help me get this podcast to a level of 
my level of perfectionism, <laughs> which is, it's, it's not too high, but it's, 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 I want it to be good for you guys. And I want everyone to enjoy the quality of the guests, the quality of the, of the discussions that we have, the sound quality, everything. So um, you can definitely expect more succinct episodes. So I like to talk. If you can't tell, my guests like to talk. And when we get together, obviously we like to talk. <laughs> um, so I'm definitely going to do a better job of making sure that these episodes are enough information and enough, you know, entertainment for you guys to be be happy with what with what you're getting, but not not so long that you can't finish it. And that is some feedback that I've gotten from, from several listeners. And I appreciate you guys for, for giving that. Um, you can also expect a few not as heavy topics. I know we've hit some pretty heavy things through the eight episodes of this season from what that has brought to my life. I also love doing hood rat things with my friends. So <laughs> I want to make sure that that is also discussed and highlighted. Next question. How have you managed to start your podcast, be a successful lawyer and be a present wife to your husband and a mother to your kids? Um, let's see. So the first part of that question is how have I managed to start my podcast and do all those other things? So almost everything that I do for for Hella Smart Mothers is done between the hours of 5.30 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. And from about 9 p.m. until I go to bed, which is usually around 12.30 or 1. <laughs> so it's literally when my kids are either asleep and my husband is asleep or working out or, you know, whatever it is, um, getting ready for work or um, asleep at night when after everyone goes to bed at night. And, you know, it's been... It's been good for me to have this project, so I don't mind making that sacrifice of of sleeping <laughs> and 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 that kind of thing at all. Um, and being a successful lawyer and a present wife and mom, I mean, I kind of I don't have another I don't have any other choice. You know, I I love my job as as an attorney. I worked really really hard to you know go to the University of Texas and get my undergrad de degree and go to St. Mary's to get my law degree and pass the bar on my first try and, and work my way up into the Fortune 500 company that I currently work for. And so it's kind of a, I have no other option. I have to, I have to do what I got to do because I work too hard to not. <laughs> um, and being a present wife to my husband, Mark, and uh, to our beautiful kids, you know, like I said, most of my work is while they're asleep. And on the weekends, I almost, especially on Saturdays, I don't do anything. I may post once or twice of some content that I have, you know, thought about the day before. But I typically don't do any recording. I don't really do that much, much research or anything like that for um, the show on Saturdays. Uh, I do a little bit on Sundays just because it's kind of my wind down day and wind up day for, for the week. And that works for me. Um, and so I get those weekends when the kids are home and when my husband is home to really, you know, be together as a family. Um, we're actually taking a family vacation uh, in 
a week in a week. Yeah. So that's kind of also why we will be on hiatus is because I want to just sit back and enjoy my family during the summer while the kids are on a less strenuous, you know, daycare schedule and we can we can take a little bit more time to just chill. So that's how I'm trying <laughs> to be those things. And hopefully uh, my husband and kids will say that I am I am being successful at that. Uh, so the next question is, let's see, you reference your love of pop culture a lot. So what is your favorite scripted show and your favorite reality show? Oh, man, that is freaking hard. Okay, um, I have a lot of favorite scripted shows. So if I had to pick like three, I'd say my favorite three are Queen Sugar, which is coming back next week. And I'm so excited. Ah, no, I think it's coming back this week, actually. Um, And so I'm super excited about that. And... Let's see, um, Insecure, which I am devastated to find out is not going to be back until 2020. Issa Rae, I'm sure you're not listening to this, but if someone knows Issa who could pass this on to her, uh, we would love to have it back a little bit earlier. Can you help your girl out? Please, at least give us longer episodes. We'll, if we'll, we'll, we'll do the wait for that. <laughs> um, and lastly, oh man, that's so hard. Um, I'm gonna go with the ish series, so like blackish and grownish, and I see that there's um a new season or a, a new uh show title coming out called like mixed ish. It's gonna go back on uh Kenya Kenya Barris has like killed it on on that show and those shows, and I'm I'm super excited. Uh, for the next seasons. Um, my favorite reality shows are hands down all the Housewives shows. I love freaking Atlanta. I love Potomac. I love New Jersey. Like those three are my absolute faves. I also like New York just because I love New York and I like to, you know, see them be all fancy and 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 still like catty and <laughs> mean but in their fancy high rises so that's fun um I like Beverly Hills and I haven't watched Orange County in a while but if I catch it you know I'll watch it because it's fun also love like Project Runway I haven't been as into this season as as the ones with Heidi Klum because I love Heidi Klum but I, I do plan to binge watch that uh, probably when I'm on vacation. Um, and I also love the uh, Southern Charm, uh, New Orleans and and the one in, in Charleston. I don't know why, but I love, I love those shows. Um, so yeah, those are my favorite scripted and reality shows. Um, let's see, next question is, is it hard to start a podcast? I mean... I feel like anybody with a laptop and a decent microphone could probably start a podcast. It's like technically it's not super hard, but if you want it to be good, pretty hard. If you want it to be great, 
really hard. Um, and that's just because a lot goes into it that, you know, even I didn't think about prior to, to starting the show. And I'm definitely learning along the way. But the short answer is, is it hard to start a podcast? No. If you have a microphone and a laptop, not even, you know, honestly, for like, like if you use like Anchor, like you don't even really need a laptop. You can totally record on your phone with, you know, the headset, your AirPods or whatever. So it's not technically hard. But for someone like me who likes to have things like really well put together and packaged, it has definitely been um, a little bit harder than I initially anticipated. But I love it. I love every bit of it. I love, you know, having a small platform for women and moms. Like, I, I do like that. Um, so let's see. So short answer, you got it. Uh, next question is, oh, this is this is kind of good. A couple people asked this. Um, why don't you share very many pictures of your family on Instagram? Um, that's honestly... Um, you know, doing something like a podcast that, that talks about issues that, that moms has, have can be polarizing sometimes. And I signed up for this. Like, I'm happy to put my views and my pictures and, you know, my quotes and whatever out into the ether and whatever comes back positive or negative. I'm okay and prepared to, to take that and accept that. And, I, I signed up for that, but especially my children, you know, they didn't, I'm sure I'm going to say something at some point that someone is not going to be happy about. They're going to be pissed off. And what I don't want to happen ever is that falling back on my children or my family who absolutely did not, you know, choose to put themselves out there like that. And I've shared a few pictures of my uh, kiddos and my husband here and there. I try very hard to um, keep my kids' faces, like their front faces, front way face to faces, <laughs> um, out of social media, um, especially my Instagram, as much as possible. Um, Facebook, my circle on there is pretty small intentionally. So I don't mind that one as much, but. I don't want anything to ever fall back on my family for anything that I say or do. And no like judgment or shade or anything like that to anybody else who does, um, you know, put their kids and stuff out there like that. It's just a personal decision that I made um, when I kind of started this, uh, this whole Hello Smart Mothers journey. Um, let's see, next question. Uh, it kind of goes in with the question about, is it hard to start a podcast? But what have you learned you wish you had known before you started the podcast? Um, I wish I had known, especially the first like three or four episodes that didn't sound as you know professional and high quality as I wish they had. I wish I had known about some of the additional um, resources that are out, like, like using um, editors and producers and that kind of thing to help, you know, equalize your levels and take out those awkward pauses and those weird flubs and bloopers <laughs> that that I had in the first couple of episodes. I wish I had known some of the platforms, apps and whatnot that could help 
put your podcast together and to get it out into, you know, like on Apple and, and Spotify and like all that kind of stuff. I don't know if anyone noticed, but uh, my cover art and logo changed from the first couple of episodes up until about the fifth or sixth because I, I kind of put it out to a test group and realized that people couldn't read what what the name of the podcast was. So obviously it's Hella Smart Mothers, but a lot of people told me that they could figure out the Hella and the Smart, but had no idea what the last word was. So you know, that was one of those things that I, I I knew what it meant and my friends knew what it meant because I'd been talking about it for months. But, you know, strangers who, who you know, obviously I want to listen to the show, they had no idea what the show is even about. <laughs> and so, you know, just based on the logo, which is kind of, you know, it's the, it's the cover to the book. So you, you got to make it look good so that people will want to click on it and, basically read your book, listen to your podcast. So that is one thing that I wished I had um, tested a little bit better before I um, went out into Apple and Spotify and all that stuff, because there are like the first three episodes while the content is really, really good. And they're super duper um, helpful to new moms and pregnant and women who are pregnant the quality is just not as good. And so maybe I can remaster those at some point, but that's definitely something that I wish I had, I had known before I started um, the podcast. Um, let's see. Next question is how have you established your mom quote unquote tribe? Um, so that one's, that one's kind of a, a trick question. So as far as my mom, so call it a mom squad, because I know tribe has uh, polarizing connotations. <laughs> um, so my mom squad is a mix of both virtual and and real life. And the virtual is my ride or die, hands down. I can call, text, whatever, at any time of the day or night, and someone will, you know, hop in the group chat and help your girl out. Um, and those women, the ones who I would call any time of the day or night are ones who I've known since college. So they are the inspirations of Hello Smart Mothers. A lot of the things that we talk about come from our group chat from them. Um, some of those in the group chat have been on the podcast. So, um, that, that's, that's probably, I'd say 70% of my mom squad are virtual group chats. Um, the other virtual mom squad that I have are these amazing women that I met in another virtual atmosphere, I guess I'll call it on Facebook there. We have a group of, of moms who happen to be lawyers and, I niched down even to some uh, black and brown ones who I know shared a lot of the same, you know, concerns of, of, of raising children and, and raising little brown children and whatnot. And we have a, a group chat that we, we, you know, circulate and talk. Well, I pretty much talk to them at least a few times every single day. And they're, they're also amazing levity. I'll have a couple of them on in season two. So you can, 
you can hear uh, one a few of the of the group chats uh, personified. So <laughs> that that's that's those those two are probably seventy percent of my mom squad. And then I'd say the other thirty percent are some of the friends that I have here um, in San Antonio and who I've met through various various ways. And you know, without them. I would seriously be on an island when I when I got pregnant with my first son. And again, that's part of the inspiration for Hello Smart Mothers. I um, I didn't have any any friends that were going through the same things that I was going through. And so it was super isolating. And I was, you know, I was depressed and I was not taking motherhood as well as I had hoped I would. And I know that that is the case for so, so, so many women. So I. I, I want hella smart mothers to be someone's virtual mom squad. You know, when you need that levity or you need that information or you need that that voice, just just kind of reminding you that you're not alone and that you're not the only one facing the challenges that we as moms face, then, you know, I feel like hella smart mothers has done its job. Um, let's see. Next question. Is your family supportive of your podcast? You know what? They really are. Like I, I was scared when I put this podcast out because I talk about things that I didn't really talk about with, you know, my immediate family. And so I was a little scared that people would be either offended that I was talking about some instances that, that that have occurred within our family or that I didn't directly speak to them about them or I don't know. I don't know. It was it was a it was weird. I, I feel like anytime someone puts out their their creativity into the atmosphere that it's always a, a bit of a hand wringing, nail biting <laughs> type of situation. And so I'm just I am so thankful that everyone has been super supportive, giving me pointers, sharing the podcast with their friends. And, and, you know, my husband, he's been super supportive. He started an Instagram account so he could follow me. He learned what a podcast was because <laughs> he'd heard me talk about him, but he never himself had listened to one. And so I was, I was happy that I was his first pod, podcast subscription. Um, but yeah, man, everyone's been, been very supportive and I'm, I'm super thankful for that because I mean, granted I'm, I'm me and they know I am me and I would do it probably in spite of them <laughs> if they weren't supportive, but it, it helps a lot to, to know that they are uh, rooting for me. Let's see. Ooh, this, the next one's good. Um, do you believe women can quote unquote have it all? Um, so a couple things. It depends on what your definition of all is. And then I also think that you may not be able to have it, quote unquote, all, all at the same time. So I definitely think women can have families and be successful in their careers and have a successful marriage and a fulfilling life and be healthy and, and mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, all those things. But you may not have all of those things at the same time. And so I definitely think that that phrase, have it all, is something that you know, whoever sold it 
should have elaborated on in terms of you're not all I mean who has every single thing that they ever wanted all the time like I just I don't know people who live like that and I don't I think it's it's dangerous almost even to perpetuate that you can because I I just think it's an expectation that is not feasible now saying that I do think again that we can have successful careers but there may be a season of time where it's not what you want it to look like I'll be willing to admit that that's kind of where I am right now in terms of my you know my actual professional career I was on a pretty good trajectory before I got married and had kids and now it's I don't want to say it's plateaued, but it's definitely pivoted. And, and I've, I've, I've done, you know, multiple pivots since I've had kids to accommodate that lifestyle. Do I think you can have a happy family and a successful career? And, you know, I do think that you can. I just, again, I think, you know, I have really young kids. So being able to work more than nine or 10 hours a day, it's just not something that I can do right now. And if that's the type of professional atmosphere you're in and that's what you need to do, then yeah, you probably are going to have to have outsourced help. You may not be there for every t-ball game or soccer game or awards night or whatever. And I feel like you just have to be okay with that. And you have to set your your family's expectations to understand that right now I can't, I may not always be able to be at every single thing, but that may change. And, you know, again, that may be a pivot that you have to do in your career, kind of like I did. Do I think that if you have a successful career and a happy family that you can have a, you know, fulfilling life outside of those two things? Again, I think that's one of those things that it might fall on, on the back burner until your kids get older or you reach it, you reach a point in your career where you have systems in place and you, you can coast a little bit more. But I don't think the myth of, of having it all equates to having it all all the time. And so I think that's the distinction that I would make. But I do believe that you can have basically your heart's desire when it's the right time. So I hope that makes sense. And if anyone has any additional questions on that, definitely shoot me a DM because I definitely would like to elaborate on that if you have questions. Um, Next question. Uh, If your life could have a theme song, what would it be? That's easy because I play this song for every like time I need to feel like a badass. And that is Rihanna's uh, Rockstar 101. Uh, is that song with Slash and Rihanna? And I'm a rock star. Hey, baby, I'm a rock star. Big si- that song. Love that song. Anytime I have to do anything that I need to be like, be a badass, Nicole, you got to go in there and you got to rock this. Like, that's the song I listen to. And I'll put it on repeat while I'm driving or if I have to like walk to a meeting or something, I'll like have it playing in my headphones while I'm walking just to, you know, give me that, that, I don't know, something about, man, Rihanna, Rihanna just makes everybody feel like a badass, I think. <laughs> Between that and like, bitch better have my money, I'm like always here for it. But Rockstar 101 would definitely hands down be uh, my theme song that I would w- like to walk into every room with it like playing in the background. <laughs> uh, and the last question is a fun question. If you 
could form your ultimate celebrity girl squad, what five women would you choose? Okay. So first woman would be Michelle Obama because she is forever queen mother as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Um, And she is forever Flotus. And so I would definitely want the great and amazing Michelle Obama. Sidebar, I went to go see um, her and her book tour Becoming. (sighs) That was the day she wore those amazing gold sequenced um, Balenciaga boots and I live like that. If, if I died tomorrow, I would, I would, my life would be complete. So Michelle Obama, Issa Rae. And, and, and the why on that is because she has done not exactly what I want to do, but kinda. So she took her idea and and even though she, you know, she didn't go the mainstream route, she took her idea, put it on the internet with Awkward Black Girl, which was an amazing series. If you guys haven't seen that, um, check that out. Uh, and she parlayed that into Insecure and all the other amazing like acting and, and little and, and, you know, everything else that she's she's working on right now. And I just find that so admirable. So I would just love to be able to just like, put her in my group chat and like holler at her <laughs> every now and then have her, have her, have her for brunch. I would also say Serena Williams because she is a freaking badass and Rockstar one on one should play every time she uh, walks in the room. <laughs> but she is a, she is just amazing to me. You know, she's such a hard worker and I love that she doesn't shrink. Like, you know how some women, we tend to shrink when when we're when we are badasses and we don't want to make other people feel, you know, like we're being cocky or arrogant or whatever. And like she knows she is the greatest of all time. And she is like, nah, B, I'm the greatest of all time. And I freaking love that. And I and I I I want to channel that every time that I come into a room. So, you know, even though there's some mediocre white male thinking he's better than me, that even and even though I know that I know my stuff, that I don't shrink to accommodate them. And so Serena Williams, Michelle Obama, Issa Rae, so I got two more. Um, Beyonce. And again, that goes to that hardworking, greatest of all time mentality. I would I would literally just like to just holler at her and just be like, you can you teach me? <laughs> can you teach me the game? I I I I love that, you know I what is what's the line in, in formation? Uh made all this money, but you never take the country out of me. Like, yes, girl, yes. I I live for that. I I love that she is still true to her roots, even though she is. Beyonce. <laughs> and I would just love to just, you know, pick her brain again and, 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 and just find out like how you do it, girl, how you do it with your beautiful kids and your famous husband and, and, and your freaking empire. Like that's just amazing to me. And I would also love to have her in the group chat. And lastly, I think I would pick Tyra Banks, because I love her and I have always loved her from 
her Sports Illustrated Victoria's Secret days all the way through all the seasons of uh, America's Top Model and her Tyra Banks show and, and like all of that. I just love her. I think she's so funny and charming. And I think, you know, people underestimate her because she is so beautiful and they don't think that she's as, as smart as she is. But obviously she is with her her empire. And so I would love to just hang out with her. She just seems like one of those people that I would like to hang out with and, and joke around with and learn, you know, her mogul ship uh, from the group chat. <laughs> yeah, there were a few more questions that were kind of similar to other questions that were asked. So I left those off. But man, thank you guys so much for sending your questions through DMs and stories and, and whatnot. This is a super fun episode. And I hope that people got to know, you know, who Nicole is and what Hella Smart Mothers is all about. And, you know, thank you so much, listeners, everybody, mothers, lovers, for coming on this journey with me for season one. You know, it's been such such a fun and exciting time, like a, a huge learning experience. And I've had the opportunity to meet and engage with some of the most amazing people. And that's, that's super exciting for me. You know, there are so many folks that are working behind the scenes to make this podcast and our social media, you know, to get better. And you guys are a godsend. I could literally could not have done any of this without you. Um, and I want to make sure that they are given credit. Uh, this podcast is actually edited and produced by Ray Smith of Speakerbox Media, um, to whom I owe a huge thanks for getting the level of of quality and professionalism that I wanted um, from the jump and didn't I, you know, I couldn't do myself. And so really happy that we linked up and we're working together. And I got to give a huge, huge shout out to Ken Creative. Um, look, look him up on Instagram. Like if you're looking to up your your social media game he is amazing for any businesses or or whatever that want to you know get their instagram looking better and to get quality um people who you want to follow you and who you can follow and learn from he's amazing for that um and i am newly working with a business coach who also has a podcast, the Glow Up podcast, Lene Hippolette. And we're starting our glow up journey. And so I'm really happy to be starting that with her. She's already given me some amazing ideas um, to get the podcast even better for season two. Um, so I just, I can't wait for everyone to see and hear, you know, what's in store. So with that, uh, please come back for the new and improved Hella Smart Mothers season two. Uh, yeah, we changed the tagline even. So we don't want to help you make it look easy because we know, I know, being a mom is not easy. And we shouldn't make it look easy because that's what perpetuates the stereotypes of the perfect mom. And we want to shatter those mommy myths. And we want to make motherhood look real so come back with me for season two and we will continue to do that thanks a bunch guys i'll talk to you soon hey everybody hey it's nicole if you like hella smart mothers listen i'm gonna need your help 
So I'm going to need you to go to that little subscribe button if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, and I'm going to need you to click it. <laughs> then I want you to go down to those stars down there at the bottom of your screen or your bottom of your phone, and I need you to rate us. And then lastly, if you're just feeling, you know, hella industrious, please leave us a review. You know, we truly love the feedback and Hella Smart Mothers just wants to continue to get better for you guys, for our listeners. Um, If you're listening on Spotify or Google Play, uh, please follow us. And lastly, if you know a mom who could use, you know, her own virtual mom squad, hit that share button send this out send this out to somebody who you think could could list could use it could learn could listen to something and you know take something away from it and i know those are seemingly small acts but they make a huge huge impact so please how about hello smart mothers if you love us as much as we love you and uh yeah stay tuned for the next episode